Tonight's episode is dedicated to Max, Ashley Majestic's little dog. You have my condolences, my thoughts, and my prayers. AC experience. I am your host, Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends. This is Adrian coming to you live via satellite for digital download on demand in movie theaters next to you. But for this particular show, I'm on the road where you may ask, I'm traveling for work and I'm in a hotel right now. It is 12 17 a.m. And I'm sitting here talking to you. Why am I talking to you? Well, the Out of Context show, the newest, most popular show right now, is a little bit eh, delayed for about a week due to personal issues beyond our control. But that's neither here nor there. The Walker AC Experience is a show that I told you is not dead and gone. It's just on hiatus for now to come up with new fresh ideas, inspirations, and things to talk about. Because once again, the experience is all about positivity. It's all about uplifting. It's all about things that make us feel good and to have us ponder thought. So why not, in the space of Out of Context podcast, we kind of shoehorn in the experience. Because you never know when the experience is going to pop up. I told you, we're not dead and gone. We're still here, folks. We just pop in a little bit here and there. But... Of course, some housekeeping, of course, be sure you show some love to Cafe Press forward slash W-A-C-E that allows you to buy t-shirts, stationery, everything from the Henry the Fox to the Walker AC Experience to my son's uh, music, his t-shirts, everything in between. And of course, be sure to subscribe, to follow, to give that thumbs up to this show and find us on 20 different free apps out there. Google Podcasts, Pandora, um, everything from Amazon. You name it, we're on there. Find us at the Walker AC Experience. But, oh boy, uplifting topics. As our life gets shorter, our memories get longer, we hold on to the memories near and dear close to us. All the people that we lost contact with, they pop up at the most... And the most oddest times, I've had a few people re-show up back in my life. Is that a word, re-show up? No, that's not a word. Show up in my life. And it makes me just appreciate the little bitty things, the little things that the universe puts into my life again. So I do appreciate the longtime friends who have made those reconnections with me, the people that I haven't spoke to in years come back out of the blue, and the new friends that I make as life goes on, and a new experience that uh, gets introduced to me. So why am I doing a show after midnight, you may ask? <sighs> Let's see. For my lovely line of work, they send me places to do certain things. 
And what those things are, it's inconsequential, folks. Use your imagination. Don't give all my personal business away. So as I'm here, three hours away from Castle Walker, missing it dearly. I miss my couch so, so much. I'm in a hotel. <sighs> I'm here for two days. And as I walk in, no, let me, let me, let me rewind. I leave my job at six. So I figured looking at my GPS, I'm going to be at my destination in two and a half hours. That's no problem. Leave at six, be there at 8.30, 8.45, grab a nice shower, grab a bite to eat, talk to you guys for a little bit, give you some nice uplifting words, give you updates on the experience, what I've been up to, you know, what's good and what's something that we can all relate to. So two and a half hours, very long drive. Get to my destination at 8.45, shuffle into my hotel with big high hopes and dreams. I can sit on my hotel room bed, watch a little bit of TV, hopefully no bed bugs, hopefully no uh, nastiness, but it's a high-class hotel, folks. Only the best for Walker AC. <sighs> I trudge in, and you can see where this is going. I trudge myself in, big smile on my face, and a lovely lady behind the counter looks at me, and she goes, Oh, Mr. Walker, I'm very sorry. There has been a small problem with having a hotel room. I'm horrible at accents. In a nutshell, she lets me know that the hot water heater has been broken. And we may not have hot water for a while. They apologize for the inconvenience. And they may give me credit. They may give me extra points on my account so I can do something nice with it, like stay at another hotel that may not have hot water. I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, okay, it is what it is because I'm putting myself in her shoes. I understand these things happen. It's not her fault. She's going to get a million and one angry phone calls, cussing her up one end, down the other, threatening and wanting free things like most people do when they don't get what they want. I shrugged my shoulders, I gave her a nice warm smile, and I said, okay, it is what it is, it's not your fault, it's been a very long time, so I've taken a cold shower, so pff, give it the old college try, because once again, eh, this is kind of a vacation, you know, nice two-day vacation, two and a half day, why not? Trudge up to my hotel room on the second floor, I unpack, I sit down, there's this really awkward smell in the room, and I'm looking around, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So after a few minutes of looking around, I notice it is my socks. These weird pair of socks I found deep, deep in the resources of my dresser. And I figure I needed a pair of socks. Why not? I choose these. And lo and behold, they smell like a bottomless pit of gorgonzola cheese smothered with a septic tank. <sighs> Needless to say, I stunk up the room. So I'm like, okay, no problem. It's my fault. Wash my feet in cold water. But first, I'm going to eat some food. Heating up my food, I sit down, take a deep breath, plug up my laptop, get my microphone ready, and all of a sudden, the phone rings. It's front desk. Mr. Walker, we found a room for you on the first floor, so if you haven't unpacked, come on down to the first floor. They have hot water there. We'll get you taken care of. Sweet. Pack up all my belongings. Five minutes later, I trudge downstairs to the first floor. I get my room key, they apologize, I say no problem, nice warm smile, go into my room, walk into my room, that's actually a pretty nice room, you know, nice flat screen TV, 4K, 
everything looks nice, everything smells nice. The walk-in shower is tremendous. I'm like, no problem, my feet still stink. I threw away my socks. It's time for a nice hot shower, turn on the water, do my nightly constitutional. And I reach over and the water's still cold. Hmm. Now, most of us think you turn the water on for just maybe 60 seconds. It'll heat up. We'll be fine. Huh. Cold water. Cold water. Cold water. I'm like, huh. This is bizarre. No problem. Call front desk. New ladies behind the counter. I explained to her what happened. She goes, oh, well, Mr. Walker... The hot water heater's broken, so there's really no magic button we can push to give you hot water. I'm like, huh, I sense a little snippiness in your voice, but it's okay. The young lady <sighs> called me when I was on the second floor, let me know that there's hot water downstairs. I came downstairs, there's no hot water. I'm not upset or anything, because once again, why get upset? It's nobody's fault. They said they're working on it. All I can do is take them at their word, take them at face value, and say, okay. Young lady on the phone was very apologetic, offered me points, but I told her it's a corporate credit card, so points aren't really necessary. They won't do anything for me because room is already paid for by a third party. No points for dear old Walker. <sighs> Hang up the phone, stick my uh, piggies in the cold water sink, scrub my feet. I'm good to go. Look in the mirror, think to myself, I need to get in shape. So, to quell my inner pain, I scarfed down a bag of barbecue chips, a ham, egg, and cheese croissant, and polished it off with a little Debbie snack cake. Yes, that workout thing is going to have to wait for a couple more weeks. <sighs> I sit down, looking around, and I'm like, you know, kind of need a shower right now, but no. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to go to sleep, and in the morning, I'm going to do a double dutch as I jump in and out of the cold running water to wash my hair and my body. And maybe shave my face in cold water. Don't know what it looks like, but I'm going to risk it. Because I have two days worth of training to do for a new store. And gosh darn it, I'm going to push that rock up this hill. I'm going to make it work. I'm not going to go into work stinky. And I'm going to go in freshly shaven and cold water-y-ish. So that's the extent of my evening so far. We're in night one of the books. A little bit itchy, a little bit irritable. Still have to brush my teeth, but uh, gosh darn it, I'm going to take that shower tomorrow. I'm going to scream all the way through because I know there's a lot of people that will be screaming when that cold water hits their body. But there is a continental breakfast in the morning, a humongous breakfast buffet, and I'm optimistic. It's going to be eggs and pancakes and French toast and everything of the sort, but knowing my luck, it's going to be a cold bagel with some nasty cream cheese, but it's okay. I'm training, getting paid for it, and 133 miles so far in the books. My car hasn't screamed at me yet, and I'm still in a positive mood, So, which is really bizarre because, you know, you would think after traveling for two and a half hours, you would want a cold, you want a, a hot shower and, and, and hot food, you know, of course, it's under the company's credit card, so I can buy a shit ton of food if I wanted to, but I digress, and just relax and enjoy things. But now, it's 1227, I'm wide awake. I really want that hot shower. I really want to order that pizza on the company credit card too. But no. After recording, I'm going to do a couple of things around the room and then I'm going to fall asleep. Hopefully fall asleep. And wake up at 7 a.m. and get started for day one of training. And then hopefully come back to my hotel room after 6. Hot water be fixed. I take a nice hot shower. And just put all the stuff behind me. 
But the universe has a sense of humor. Because I have a sense of humor, the universe must have a sense of humor. So I guarantee you, there's going to be cold water tomorrow when I get back to my hotel. But it's okay. It's going to be okay. Now I know you're asking, Walker, how can you be so happy knowing that you drove two and a half hours, you went to a second floor, then moved on down to a first floor with the intent of having hot water, and it's not there, with stinky feet on top of that, and maybe cold food from a gas station. I look on the bright side of life. See, that's what this whole sermon is about. Now you've heard this so many times, ad nauseum, but I mix in a little humor to it because it's only, there's only so much anger you can really do. And where can you channel your anger? You can't channel it at the front desk lady. You can't be the proverbial Karen and ask to speak to a manager because they're going to tell you the exact same thing that she's telling you. It happens. It wasn't intentional. You just have to roll with the punches. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to awkwardly sleep in this bed which I'm still such a germaphobe. I'm going to put down multiple layers of covers and not lay on them and get a good night's sleep and train these people in the morning and with my company credit card, get some lunch on top of that and worse comes to worse, going to have another laugh because I'm here, I'm here uh, Wednesday, I'm here Thursday. Thursday is my son's birthday so I get to celebrate the birthday with him. Hopefully I'll come home and not be stinky and take him out to a fresh dinner and celebrate he has 19 years on the planet Earth. And with that, I am going to do another show, mainly celebrating his music. He has put out so many good tracks. And I'm going to have all these tracks on one podcast. Now, I've done it before with the previous podcast. But I think with the new listeners, they need to experience uh, my son's music. Now, of course, call me biased, of course, because he's my son. But no, he's actually really talented. Some songs you will like, some songs you will love, some songs you might like, but some songs you might listen for the first time and really, really enjoy the effort, enjoy the productivity, enjoy the passion that's put into them. And with that, that can curtail into you supporting his music, supporting his merchandise, everything in between. But still continuing with the cycle of being optimistic about things, being in my ripe old age of 46, I should be this curmudgeon old man screaming at clouds not getting his way of hot water but once again i figured the universe has a sense of humor so why not roll with it why not just enjoy the little bitty things that has been blessed to me so far i mean i get to take two days off two and a half days off of work to go open up a new store and train people on the company's dime the downside is i get cold water for for my efforts eh, it is what it is I mean, hopefully I uh, hit the hot spots when I wash in cold water. All the major parts of my body gets nice and clean. Tee-hee. And I get to enjoy the rest of my time here in the deep south, almost three hours from Castle Walker. Boy, when I say that, I'm truly missing Castle Walker. I'm such a such a hermit, you know, such an introvert. I love staying inside my house away from the, away from the germy, germy people. But of course, I'm being hypocrite because I'm in a hotel room full of germy, germy people and things. Where is my white glove and my saw when I need it? But fear not, like I said before, I enjoy life. I've enjoyed life. I've enjoyed my second life for the longest time for the past couple of years. I won't bore you 
why I didn't enjoy it in the beginning. The main thing is I enjoy it now. I enjoy the Out of Context podcast that right now we're on show number three, soon to be show number four. It's a mixture of comedy. It's a mixture of satire. It's a mixture of seriousness. It's a mixture of everything in between. That show actually has a format, unlike the Walker AC experience, and we touch on certain things that just provoke thought. That's what we do. And the show we were we were going to do was about serial killers. Now, not piggybacking on the whole Dahmer fiasco that's going on, because surprise, surprise, people, I was around when the Dahmer thing was going on. And there have been a plethora of movies and TV shows and documentaries about Dahmer way before the Netflix series picked it up. So it kind of makes me chuckle a little bit to know that there's this weird controversy about Jeffrey Dahmer, but it's been going on for years. Documentaries and all that fun stuff have been going on for years. That, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, Manson, H.H. Holmes. And if none of these people ring, ring a bell to you, by all means, Google them. And so we were going to talk. Ashley, Majestic, and I were going to pick out our three favorite uh, serial killers and talk about them and talk about their lives and talk about how they are the way they are. Now, we're not romanticizing serial killers, of course, we're human beings, but we are looking back at what the catalysts were to make them the way they were. Now, that particular thing, we're going to revisit that topic on the Out of Context podcast, but I just kind of chuckle a little bit because I'm in a hotel. And if you Google H.H. Holmes, he was a prolific serial killer that owned a hotel. And multi-layers of the hotel was sectioned out to be his dungeon, where he would rape, torture, murder, dismember everyone in that hotel. It had a certain particular spot for them. So it makes me chuckle a little bit that yours truly, Walker A.C., is in a hotel and was going to do a show about serial killers. So, knowing my luck, that could happen. But no, H.H. Holmes, he's long, long passed away, and there aren't any copycats of his nature. So, because once again, forensic science, yeah, that kind of prevents that. But it just makes me chuckle that, you know, with all the serial killers and everything that's going on, I'm in a hotel room, you know, with a little flimsy latch. So somebody with a Sith can come in and just chop me up in pieces and... The only thing that's protecting me is a small little door latch. But at least I got a cold shower out of it. <sighs> the things I do for you people. Also, we definitely thank each and every single one of you for continuous support of the experience of Out of Context Podcast, Ashley Majestic, Cerberus featuring Miss Bradley, and all the other fun little shows that we do. Without you, there is no us. And no, I'm not ending the show that quickly. I can't be on here and just pop in and pop out quickly. I have to have some sort of message. I mean, the message that I have right now is the fact that in this month alone, I've had three people reach out to me. Friends, really good friends of mine that I haven't spoken to in decades. And it's really bizarre. and But it's very heartwarming to know that people that you haven't interacted with for the longest time actually think of you and they go out of their way to find you and reconnect with you on that level that you shared with before. 
I've been friends with these three lovely people once again for over decades, and it was fun catching up. It was fun seeing the evolution of who they are, the families that they've had, the triumphs, the tragedies that they've gone through, and the person that they are today. And so I tell you, I offer to you, my uh, Walker AC listeners, if you've been thinking about an old friend that you haven't reconnected with, that you haven't spoken to in years, reach out. What's the worst that can happen? They say, no, thank you. Or they say, that was years ago, move on. Who knows? But at least you make the effort to go out there. Because at our age now, I believe that reconnecting with people, whether it be for closure, whether it be for a continuation of said friendship or whatever, I think it's really important to make those connections. As much as I'm not a big fan of people, which is so weird because I do a podcast, as much as I'm not a fan of people, it really warms my heart that people have gone out of the way just to say hi or just to say, hey, you've been on my mind and I wanted to reach out to you and see how you're doing. It's nice talking to you. hope your life is well. You take care. Something like that really goes a long way. And it shows a positivity of humanity that we have that we can reach down deep in the recesses of our mind and go, huh, I wonder how this person's doing. Let me take valuable time out of my day to get in contact with them, just to hear their voice, just to see their words, just to just have a follow-up. Nothing malicious, nothing of a rekindling an old flame. It's just reconnecting with someone that meant something to you. It's a pretty rare thing to find, but when you do find it, you hold on to it. And if it fizzles out, then at least the effort was made. At least they understand where you are in your life and vice versa. So it feels really good. I really do enjoy that. So I definitely thank those three people out there for that. And of course, I don't forget my current crop of friends, my current followers, you know, my current you know cult of Cravatis and stuff like that. I cherish those people too. And I understand how it is to be a friend. I understand how it is to listen to someone, to really genuinely listen to someone and what they're going through, how their day was, what their struggles are, and everything of the sort. Because even though I don't like to admit it, we all need a sounding board, whether it be a podcast or whether it just be picking up the phone and just talking to a friend for a few minutes or talking to a loved one or talking to an ex or talking to an enemy. There's talking to someone that really understands you and that you can have that conversation with and they will listen to you and they will give you that feedback or even if you don't want that feedback, they can just shut up and you talk and vice versa. And once everything is done, you can say thank you. You can hang up the phone and life goes on. I saw a documentary of a professional wrestler named Antonio Inoki. Now, of course, you can Google him if you wish, but if not, the story is simple. He was a professional wrestler for many years. He's done tremendous things. He was part of the Senate. He's done charity work. He's been a businessman. He's been a shrewd businessman. He's done good things. He's done bad things and everything between. And now, as he's older, he was on his deathbed and he was alone. And the camera crew went into his room. He finally allowed them to go into his room 
and he told the cameraman he did not want to be seen like this. He was frail. He was old. He was ready to pass on. He was in his bed. And the cameraman asked him in Japanese, how do you spend your days? Because he does not have a wife. He does not have children. He does not have close friends. He told the cameraman, and I quote, I look up and I count the dots on the ceiling every day. And that really struck a chord in me. Because once again, I'm a loner. I'm a very private person that does a podcast. I digress. But I'm a very private person. And with the idea, the thought of me spending the very few days I have left on this planet staring up at the wall, counting the dots until his final days. Now, he passed away a couple of weeks ago, but that really resonated. Stand, you know, looking up at the ceiling, counting the dots. And I wonder what that would be like. So that night, I laid in my bed with the light on and I stared at the ceiling and I counted the dots and I couldn't do it. Not that there were so many dots, not that I couldn't count that high. It just, he had so much conviction and he was so lonely that his only friend was staring at the ceiling counting the dots before he passed away. You know, that's something that's haunting. Passing alone is really something haunting. And most of us nowadays will be passing alone. And that's so weird. And this is, I guess, one of the many reasons why I hold the very few people that I have in my circle near and dear to my heart. Of course, other than my family, other than my son, I hold my core group of people very near and dear to my heart. Because as much as I don't think about passing alone, I wouldn't want to pass alone, especially not in the way that he did. So my message is, the ones you have around you, hold on tight. The ones that you don't want in your life, let them go. But the ones that you have around you, hold on to them tight as long as you can. Because I understand, life changes. People change. People that you've been around with for years, they come and go. And it's okay. That's all part of life. But the ones that you truly, truly respect, admire, and love, and they feel the same way about you, just hold on to them. Because maybe, just maybe, when it's your time and you're laying in your bed, they may be next to you. They may be holding your hand. They may be by your side, just being with you before you take your final breath and before you go somewhere else. Wherever you believe you go, at least you'll be surrounded by the people that love and respect you. And that's something that I want. And I believe not I feel. I believe I'll have that by my bedside, whether it be my son, my mother, my friends, my wife, who knows. That'll be by my side when it's my time. Because I, 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 can't, I can't fathom laying in my bed just counting the dots. And that's what I'll be doing in my hotel for the next two days. When I get tired, when I get ready to lay my head down, I'll be counting the dots on the ceiling, wondering what that'll be like, as Antonio Inoki did before he passed away. And then I have to kind of shake my head. I kind of have to shake out of it and realize 
that I am blessed with friends and family that care about me and wonder about my well-being and things of that nature as you, my listeners, and you, my friends, my family, even my enemies, which is still bizarre, they do wonder about my well-being. So I do thank everyone for that. So once again, it's nice to have friends. It's nice to have people that care about you. I'm not talking relationships. I'm talking genuinely good people. Friends. And so to my friends, yes, you are my friends. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for your continuous support of the Walker E.C. experience. I may not be here every week, but I'm still here. And I'll pop up when you least expect it. Until then, enjoy Out of Context podcast. Enjoy Cerberus and Miss Bradley. Enjoy the shows that pop up in between that you don't even think are around anymore that they do. And continue to support CafePress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. Continue to like, subscribe, thumbs up, recommend all of our shows. Once again, whether it be Stitcher, whether it be Pandora, whether it be TuneIn, whether it be any kind of app that you choose to listen to the Walker AC Experience on. This has been the Walker AC Experience. I have been Adrian. You have been my friends, my family, my loved ones, my enemies, everything under the sun. We shall talk to you next week. Stay tuned for the Out of Context podcast featuring myself Miss Bradley, special guest. Hey, whatever you want to hear, please find us at slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01 at yahoo.com. And of course, come on, people, you know the deal. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>